everyone. What's Welcome up? Welcome to this beautiful Sunday. It is. It's glorious. Um, yeah, today, uh, before we start our pod, um, I'd like to give a huge, huge shout out to the Light the Night Foundation. Uh, yesterday was um, essentially like the, the end of the fundraising gala. Nice, um, nice. So Montreal, we raised over $1 million for Damn. Yeah, wow. man. So Good we job. This, yeah, we had the, the, the virtual ceremony yesterday. I was actually recognized as well as one of the um, like the top three individual fundraisers. Um, but usually, in all honesty, usually I do the walk. But because of COVID, they moved everything virtual, so it mm-hmm. sucks. But like, hopefully next year, if everything goes back to normal, um, I want to actually start back with the proper fundraising. This year, like a lot of people donated, you know, and thank you to all that did. You know, much love to everybody. Um, you know, special shout out to Sedalia because she was like the first person, and Mike too. Actually, you guys were like the first. But um, but I do have my aunt. She's like a pit bull, bro. Like, <laughs> you need it with some of those. She'll cut people. Yeah, I, that's what I was <laughs> saying. I was literally saying that you need people like that because I'm laid back and chill. But her, she'll be like, she'll, you're too laid back. I didn't even see I am, it. I am very laid back. You should put some glitter on your post or something. I don't know. <laughs> new post, new post, new post, new post. <laughs> 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 fundraising, fundraising, fundraising. How many posts did you post? Huh? How many times One. did you post about it? Once. Once. Okay, so maybe I didn't. Since okay. No, now Le- I feel like you know left out. No. <laughs> just, just just give like how many years did he miss it? It's gonna be a huge donation next year. No, but in all honesty, though, next year I'm going. I'm definitely going. I'm going. I'm going in hard. I'm going in hard. You nice. know what I'm saying? That's what. That's oh, what. One million saying. is all. I want to be there. Yeah. Yeah, no, like Montreal, we did did it represent did really well, and the thing is, like, it it for me, obviously, everyone knows for me, it's, it's near and dear to my heart, but it's what you see, what um the benefits that it brings for people who are actually, you know, there's so many kids that are affected by uh, yes. blood cancer, you know, leukemia, lymphoma, lymphoma, um, and just being able to see some of the the, the stories, the survivor stories, just yesterday and listening, um, it's really touching, you know, and uh, there's so many families that that. You know that that need help, so that's why this is something for me. I don't think I could have. I started in, as in terms of like honoring my mom, but this is something I never want to turn back on. You know what I mean? I just always want to keep on moving forward. So I just wanted to say, you know, just to everyone out there, um, you know, thank you just for being. You know, even if you like I said, even if you can't, you couldn't donate. I got a lot of people who support me in general as well. So you know, just thank you for sharing. Just thank you for everything. And no worries, and like I'm like I'm so confused. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just not that type of person. I don't like you know. I don't. I don't. I don't like. But it's counterproductive for the purpose of it. It is, sadly. but at the same time, I do. How could I be like your aunt? I I have my aunt for that, you okay. know. But for myself, so I have to add her on Instagram. Is that what you're telling me? No, here? motherfucker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just saying that like, you know the table. It gets done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even through you know like through the good word and just through everything. But like I said, next year definitely look out for it because I I'm gonna be doing some stuff. Probably gonna be doing some events like cooking, doing different things for to add to the fundraiser. And if we can do the walk again. When we started to do walking, guys, the walk is at Jean Trapeau, and it's oh, we'll, promo- wow. we'll promote it on the pod. We'll do it, yeah, yeah, for, for sure. sure. There yeah. you go. You see, before it actually ends. Yes, sir. <laughs> before it ends, but yesterday. But you know what? Still, great job, and thank you to everyone. Now, with that being said, and out of the way, on this beautiful Sunday, we got Mike on the big mic. Let's say your last name, Mike Moran. 
Hi, everybody. Yeah. Hello, hello. Welcome. Welcome. His nickname is Bubba. <laughs> Bubba, hi, everybody. He's very, very tall. <laughs> Mike is uh, Mike is actually, you know, a really good friend of mine. Um, someone that I've worked with for years. And at the same time, someone who, you know, I would say that, like, it's is 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 a beacon of light, you know. Oh, no, no, don't do that face. Damn. He's a big guy like, for like a lot of people. You know, you're you're always someone who's there for people, um, you know, through thick and thin, someone you could call at any time of the day. And you 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 do drop everything to, to, to be there for people. So, you know, just want to today, you know, we want to talk. We want to just delve into where does that come from, you know, defining your character um, and, you know, the role as we wanted to talk about the role of as of men in in society today right how cuz i would say you're a sensitive motherfucker you yeah, know yeah 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 i would say you're a sensitive motherfucker but it's kind of hard to to be that in in today's society at times you know um cuz you could be looked up as you know soft weak weak you it's know very, all it's, different things it's still very taboo it's very taboo yeah 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 for yeah it is it it's not some it's not something that um how can I say it's still something that's perceived as in kind of yeah, what you said you could be weak you could be you know uh, like there's there's like a little bit of toxic masculinity around yeah when around like, it be a man yeah you're not yes. man yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. so sadly it's not trending to be emotional absolutely and, not <clears throat> absolutely or have emotional depth you know what exactly. I mean exactly yeah and it's really sad because if you see how things are going more and more now that everybody's getting offended and everybody's into their feelings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Before in the 80s, 90s, they were saying that they were gay if they had more emotions and stuff like that. Now today with the whole mental illness and all the depression, anxiety, the whole COVID thing that happened, a lot of people got faced with their emotions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And from there, a lot of people hit like little turtles. Yeah, you know, they did run. Inside. And others expressed it. Some people got the door and sense that get over it, you know, be a man, like you said. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. others, you know, asked for help or actually went through the whole thing because suicide is a very mm-hmm. big issue, especially in North America. And with men. And especially yes. with men. It's especially mostly, with men. It's mostly men, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's something think, that we don't talk about often. No, no. but it's, it's there. Because mm-hmm. people are ashamed of it. Yeah, but that's the thing. Oh, he committed suicide or he was thinking about it. Oh, he's weak. He needs medication or, you yeah. know, whatever it might be. But have you always been somebody that was open to talk about it? No, absolutely not. Um, so basically it all started. I had to make some significant changes. So um, uh, give us the, the, the history. Yeah. come. So my background, basically, I'm, I, I've been living in Montreal for the past 16 years. Um, I come originally from close to Quebec City, a little place called Saint Marie de Beauce. Wow! So mm. I'm like super. You know French. I'm super French. No. Okay. <laughs> super super French. It's just shit. Your uh, English is good. That side of the family is Irish. Oh, okay. So, no, okay. Um, I was expecting a GSP English type of thing. <laughs> uh, speaking in English. Shout out to GSP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't fuck with him. You don't fuck with him. Your English is great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, uh, thank you very much. Uh. <laughs> you can continue to live. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you sound like a Russian uh, villain, James Bond villain? <laughs> uh, that was that was not I Russian. Will eat your heart. Wait, what the fuck? Where's the vodka, <laughs> Mr. Bond? <laughs> hello, hello. There you go. I like it. Oh, shit. As I was saying. <laughs> 
So uh, basically, one of the things I come from a family um, on my dad's side for I, I don't know how many generations, everyone's a cop, basically. Oh. So that uh, dealt heavily in how I was brought up. Um, so to be like a very stoic personality. Um, tough exterior. Yeah, tough exterior. Hide everything. It's part of the job, obviously. Of course. So No signs of weakness. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm a... So basically that's, you know, as a... As a a guy you take a lot you after your father child? sorry are you an only child no i have an older sister older sister yeah. yeah yeah uh so yeah as the upbringing basically just super cool for, i mean my parents are extraordinary they're still together they're like i could not ask for better parents but at the same time it's just i grew up in an environment where uh my dad before he retired was very he was a cop 24 7 basically even so, at home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, it, it's a frame of mind that it's it just, you know, he's al always in a protective mode, which is very come from my personality. I'm a very, like, my friends and people, I love the people that I see that I need. That's kind of what Jay was saying. Um, I tend to be like a, in a protector role, if you will. Uh, so got brought up with that, but that's the foundation and then I moved to Montreal when I was in my early 20s um, not a lot of experience you know I had no Big city. no experience I come from a town that's basically no like 15,000 people oh wow which is like four blocks in Lachine yeah, so yeah. exactly <laughs> that one black family in both no, actually, one black guy. <laughs> oh, really? He, he was basically the quota for the town. So he's like, oh, no, 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 we have diversity. That's Patrick. So, <laughs> so Bonjour, mon nom, c'est Patrick. <laughs> J'ai été adopté par une famille québécoise. Wow. So, yeah. So, obviously, never exposed a lot to a lot of diversity, a lot of variety, a lot of background. So when I came to Montreal, and you're friends with Jason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, extremes. I was gonna say like every fucking check mark. <laughs> He's wearing a bandana, but it's not part of the game. Okay. It's true. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I paint a nice picture for everyone. The minute he starts opening his mouth, it's all coming. It's all coming down. Plus, I was like, wow, that guy's such an asshole. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, no. So basically, when bitch. I moved to Montreal, so <laughs> oh, bitch, nothing. <laughs> You okay. came here for school, college, university? Oh, or yeah. No, I came here for music, actually. Okay. I, I had a band. So I've been playing drums for 25 some years. Wow. Uh, so obviously I'm 27. So. Oh, I was about to be like, wait. Um, what kind of music? A little bit of everything, but mostly like classic rock, rock from okay. the 80s and everything. So very white people music. So. <laughs> but it was originally black. But anyway. Oh, yes. Boom, boom, boom. Say, I, from I love black classic guy. rock, bro. <laughs> classic rock is the shit. Thank you. I totally agree. I yeah. never disagreed at any moment. He said it was white music. Then I was like, "Is that cultural appropriation?" No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you've crossed that line. Just because many, I like many Aerosmith, many I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> um, yeah. So music. Yeah. So music obviously came from a like a bump in the road city, basically. Like on your left, nothing. That's where I'm from. Uh, to Montreal, where it's diversity, different cultures, people from everywhere. So a lot, a lot to absorb. Mm. Um, and that's kind of where 
what I used to be in my personality, which was to kind of repress things, not necessarily be super open about everything. I doubled down on that because you're like, ooh, like smart enough to read the context that like, okay, I'm missing a lot of information to be yeah. for a lot of stuff to be socially <laughs> like acceptable. acceptable. So I'm just gonna shut up and listen, which is mm. not the worst thing to do because no. the best thing to do. Yeah. Everybody listening, do that. Yeah. <laughs> so active listening. Yeah, active. I, yeah, yeah. Awesome. That's a good comment. That's we awesome. all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, and I a little bit studied music and everything. So that's why I started working at call center 15 years ago. Uh, got exposed to everything, but that's where the whole uh, repressing everything and keeping keeping everything locked in to always be like in absorption mode, mm -hmm. analyzing everything, and then comes a point where you're over analyzing everything. Yes. Then basically that personality that it serves you well to have these traits because you can analyze social situations and different things very quickly. You start picking up on people pretty quickly, mm -hmm. um, but you you kind of lose that ability to to have conversations and to just be relatively open, but about yourself. Because uh, that, that authenticity that, is gone somewhere. Because yeah. that's the last topic that comes up. Because as as you start learning about people, you start learning a different thing. It's, always fascinating topics so you're never the topic so you become kind of inept mm. to talk about to talk about yourself it's it's like a brand new topic where you know you don't really take time to think about yourself you don't really take time to like externalize what's going on inside and to talk about it and that's one of the main things that to me uh, so did that all the way to 2019 that's like the biggest <laughs> epilogue ever yeah. 2019, I uh, hit a bump in the road uh, where I, I was working. I, I have a tendency to be a workaholic. Oh, you uh, don't say. <laughs> Jay and I worked together. He knows he was front stage for that. Um, but yeah, so in 2019, came a point where it's just, you know, you bury yourself in work, you bury yourself in work, and then eventually just the flip, like the switch flip, and it was like. But why, why bury yourself so much in work? It, what are you running so away from? Eventually, um, it w with therapy and mm. talking with people and everything, um, the one thing that changed the most, and that's probably going to be like a bulk of the conversation that we can have today, is the search for a, f a fulfilling life. Mm. Shit. Because basically. Damn. Yeah, I know. That just got deep. Yeah. 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 So basically, my whole um, my whole struggle with mental health and what got me back um, towards a more po positive place, which I am I am right now, is you know we always say like oh there's something wrong with me I don't know exactly like how yeah you know, like I'm just going through life it's like hitting cruise control on the car mm -hmm. and you're yeah. just you know I exist but I'm not living I'm not living exactly like life life passes me by. Uh, so did a lot of therapy, did a lot of, you know, the normal channel, what's, what's recommended, like employee support, a lot of reading. It came a point, uh, one of the turning point for me was reading a book by a guy named Johan Hari. Um, you might know him. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast mm. uh, where he talked about depression and he started talking about how he himself got out of it. Um, and the way what he found basically is that 
he's talking about it in a very personal way, but um, that connected very deeply with me where it's basically, it's not about, you know, following the society rules and just doing like, you know, you, you gotta have the career and then you gotta have mm. the wife and, and the beautiful family relationship and, the, and the family yep. and the kids. And, you know, that's what it is to be alive. That's like, that's th those are your goals. This is what, that's bullshit. Complete yep. bullshit. I mean, for some, probably like that's exactly what they want, which is for fantastic. For a long time, for that them. was the truth. Sadly, the seventies, eighties, after the initial, yeah. uh, well, even before even that, before even before that, before that yeah. yeah. No, but 50s, meaning, but meaning that everybody had their again, even the villages and stuff like that before. Because after the war, what happened was cities were mo mostly created for people to help the country in that sense, mm -hmm. and everybody had a specific role, right? Yeah. And the thing is, as we were growing since I'm a seventies, eighties baby. It was always that picket fence, have that wife, have that kids, and that was the sign of yeah. success. Success. Yeah. A successful life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Having that car, that dog, those kids, and voila. Yeah. Now, sadly, lately, there's a lot of individualism in that sense where a lot of people don't want to have kids, don't want to get married. They associate. But why is that considered sadly, though? Because it depends on, on the person too, right? Yes, because yeah. why I find it sadly, it's because it was a reaction. To oh, this. you think it's because of the pushback. It's exactly. the opposite. Oh, okay. It's not a natural, natural evolution to it. It was like we're going from there to completely opposite. Workaholics, people trying to feel for, uh, to find fulfillment in money yeah. and material. Yeah. Yeah. And that is completely the opposite of what it was before because right. you, had you were proud of your kids and the future generations. Now you're proud of your bank accounts. And then you die, and that's about it. So it was a kickback, I feel. Again, we have to refine the balance, but it's okay to find whatever journey you want to have. Because at the end of the day, it's you who gives value to it. Right. Right? Yeah, exactly. So. That's, it's all about doing something that is fulfilling for you, and it's rewarding for you, basically. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, you're the only person yeah who's living your experience for you exactly yeah, you, know, you go the, to bed with the your only problems. person the only person that you have to answer to is yourself yep. yeah and again i'm not totally 100 percent on that i think it's a 50 50 because we are a community so your fulfillment is important yeah and the the greater community too in the sense but yeah. who, like who's the community though at that point just just whatever you do, whatever yeah. you define so you could be your family it could be your neighborhood it could be your culture it could be your country it could be whatever your beliefs your religion Whatever, regardless, we do not live here alone. Since we no, live in a city, but I still think I I, I know where you're going. I, well, I I don't know, assume like a hundred percent, but the the my 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 issue is, and I I, kind of, I think it still kind of ties back to the individualism piece. Yes, we are a community, quote unquote, but at the same time, if I'm if let's say if I'm living to benefit to help benefit the community mm -hmm. as a whole. It doesn't necessarily mean that people within that community are living to help benefit me as well or help that's me how grow. it should be that's what i'm saying i know but that's that's where i meant we'll, yeah. it's a 60 40 in the sense if you're not good you can't help your community that i Absolutely, get that 100 yeah. percent. but if you're only helping you regardless of your community mm -hmm. that's not helping the community and it goes mm -hmm. back to you right but i think i guess it depends on the context not just the context but like with what does community mean for you 
you know, or to you, actually not for you, but to you, right? No, yeah. but again, yeah. the community, regardless, whatever, if it's cultural, religious, yeah, yeah, or know, whatever, I know, I know. Yeah. the thing is because now we're a lot focused on the individual because yes. for so long we've we were been focused, repressed. Exactly. Yeah, we were told not to not to take care of yourself in a sense. You got to put everybody else, you know, on Ahead your back and on your shoulders. For the greater good of humanity and blah 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 yeah. blah blah. It's now, true. Like, remember when they used to try to get people to go to war? Exactly. Do this for your country. country. Yeah. Exactly. You know what you I mean? Yeah. The whole vaccine thing is pretty much like the war before. Yeah. No, it it's is. The same, it is. Same You're doing it for everyone else, not for but, yourself. But why can't you do both? Exactly. That's where I was trying to get back to you in the yeah, sense yeah. that for sure, yeah. you have to work on you, but you is going to be a working progress your entire life. No, You're never going to succeed, reach this enlightenment of Buddha and then be mm. like, now we'll give back to the people because that will never happen. You can do both, I feel. Again, that's my Seven opinion. No, actually, you're entirely right because a huge part of um, what I found to be probably the most like benefit things that I, thing that I could do um, is to start connecting with people again. And start having meaningful, meaningful connection with people. Because so, you learn a lot about yourself through relationships. Absolutely. That's yeah. actually absolutely. how you well, learn about yourself yeah. is through relationships with people. Yeah. And that was really important when you said that when you came to Montreal, you were paying attention to others. Listening. Yeah. Listening. Yeah. But what's interesting was the next level would have been listening to their s story yeah. and mm. how your story relates Connects. to that story. Mm. Yeah, because it's all connections, right? Yeah, yeah. So sweet. it's all patterns, or we're all intertwined in one way or the other, and it's really important to know, culturally speaking, or socially speaking, or whatever mm -hmm. groups we created today, what's what's your spot and what you want, and where you would want to go, and how you can do to help, and what they can do to help you. Yeah, because your tribe today is not the same thing as what your tribe was yesterday. Because mm -hmm. your tribe, your tribe, your tribe in the in the in the latter years or in the previous years was. Who you're, who you're, who who you were introduced to, like for example, your family, right? Your family was your tribe. Who your family introduced you, what they introduced you, that was your tribe. Then you branch out, like you mm -hmm. know, you're yeah. coming to a different city. You start creating your own little community, right? Mm -hmm. And in that community that you have there, it, it's comprised of different religions, different ethnicities, you know, different 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 personalities, different, you know, um, you know, uh, in terms of sexuality, you know, like there's there's so much that's that's comprised in there so many layers yeah. so many yeah. so many layers so it was it's not as simple as it was back then when we were kind of restricted in terms totally of agree. like when the world was closed off but we have an advantage yeah. here in montreal particularly mm -hmm. where there's a melting pot yes yes of everything the, of the, everything. The, everything the planets here the planet that, that's it here. exactly montreal it we have the luxury yeah. of yeah. you can cross the street and meet diff 20 different cultures 15 different religions sexual orientations if you go to a country South American, Africa, whatever, mm -hmm. it's mostly them. That's all you see. That's all you that's see. All that's you all see. they know. Yeah. yeah. So again, when you go up north to Quebec, for Very example, true. for them, they don't see a lot of, right, you know, Patrick. That's yeah, pretty yeah. much <laughs> yeah. the whole diversity of all this. <laughs> yeah. And they're probably about three more Patricks now. <laughs> no, but that, that, that's my, but there's but no, a lot no, more no, white no. people yeah, there yeah. too, of right? Course, so, of course. And again, it's not their fault. They don't know any better. Right. That they're not seeing these people and or this is seeing what's these interesting, cultures. Where yeah. he actually took the time coming to a new city where there's different rules, different yeah, people. Yeah, definitely different yeah. rules of engagement. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he actually took a sit. I came from a place where they probably didn't lock their doors. That, but yeah. You know what I mean? Like, where everybody had, everybody knew everybody, right? Like, yeah. I'm pretty I need sure. sugar. Talk, talk, <laughs> just like, walk in. Open, walk in, go get the sugar yourself. Hey, Mike. Hey. You know, like, but that hey, was Bob, like that Patrick, way back home. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> 
Shout out to Patrick. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> Patrick. But that's my point. It was actually admirable that he comes here and he's like, you know what? Let me take a step back. Yeah. And pay attention. Let me learn. Out. Let me learn life. Exactly. Let me learn life here. Here. Yeah. Here. Yeah. That's yeah. the most important here. It takes a great level of open-mindedness, I think. Or just an but it wasn't heart. that at the beginning, though. No. Well, I mean, that's I, the other part of how it was brought up is very much, you know. Obviously, it's, it's hard to convey in audio format, but if you were in the room, you'd see that basically I'm going to describe myself as look at your door door frame, cut <laughs> cut six inches, and that's me. So he's a tall motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. He's so a tall glass of water. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> what you call water, motherfucker? I'm offended. I'm a tall glass but, whiskey. Uh, I identify as Vulture wine. Whiskey, oh, whiskey. Whatever. It's true. You got it. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah identifies as wine. But, <laughs> but basically, having been brought up as kind of always being the role of, okay, you, you know, you got to be there for your friends. You got to protect your friends, especially with, you know, the size that I have and everything. Yeah. So it comes with um, kind of always being in that that state of mind. Um, so one of the things, the other thing that, um, that changed a lot that I had to change was basically get myself out of that, uh, of that state of mind. Cause where you're always mm. in, I got to look out for everyone mode. You're not, for yourself. you're not even on the list. You're not last mm. on the list. You're not on the list. It's like it's, it's ironic. <laughs> he doesn't even get into his own club. Get no, your own club. <laughs> I see your name on this. Yeah. It's ironic so because in first aid, the first thing they say is you have to make sure you're safe and your surroundings are safe for mm. you yeah. to be able to help someone. Yeah. Because if not, then you're just not jeopardizing one person's life, but two. Yeah. Yours. I feel like yeah. We talk about this like when you talk about the airplane uh, mask. Thing, yes. you know put it on yourself first exactly <laughs> but also it's funny that you mentioned that um do you think that you have and what i'm talking about because we're talking about your stature now like your height and everything because you know when you look at mike you'd be like oh shit you know this is an intimidating dude you know what i mean like if he you know but did you feel like you had to allow yourself to be more you know like soft welcoming so that people aren't intimidated that when they see you. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he has a very soft face. Kind of. But <laughs> no, yeah. but meaning that he has a friendly soft face. Yes, like friendly, yes, but friendly friendly Like if he yeah. would be that size in Arabic, poor yeah. guy. Oh my God. Poor guy. <laughs> oh my Holy God. shit. Look, I, look, look. You won't look. even get into the airport. I know something. <laughs> <laughs> look, there's some five, Stop. there's like five foot one Arabic dudes that I'm like, oh, I ain't fucking with this. I ain't fucking right. with you. I ain't fucking with you. I ain't fucking with you, okay? But people will see you because we take pictures at the pod. Yeah. yeah. But what's going to be interesting, so for me to describe you the best way, remember Robin Hood, Little John? Yes. That's yeah. what I, yeah. that's how I see you. Yeah. Yeah. Friendly, the gentle giant. Yeah. The yeah. gentle oh, giant yes. that yeah, kicks so the ass when it's needed. The, yeah. um, the, the, I think one of the best descriptions that's ever been given of me, uh, an old colleague sent me the giant teddy bear from Costco. Yes. She, oh. <laughs> she yes. took a picture and she was like, hey, I didn't know you were on sale at Costco. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be like, you wish, motherfucker. I was like, all right, all right. I'm never on sale. I'm softer. <laughs> you know? I was like, besides the fact that it's like 200 bucks and I'm a, a little bit offended, that's okay. That <laughs> <laughs> costs more than that shit. <laughs> um, yeah, did, so did you ever feel like you had to? 100%. You know? Hundred percent. Be I mean, more approachable. Be more, you know. Yeah, because likable in that sense. Uh, you know, not likable, but you know what I mean. Like approachable. But it, yeah. isn't that ironic is. that we had the same conversation going towards black people? We did. 
And it's really funny how people jump to conclusions, right? If yeah. you're overly tattooed, if you're yeah. tall or big, like, you know, muscular, or if you're black or if you're Arabic with a long beard, whatever there is, it feels like there's a constant there's a, there's a need to prove to people that hey, their not, imagery not, is not. wrong yeah, yeah. about themselves. So true. So I've, one of the things related true. to that, I've, I saw it. So when I started getting ink on my arm, um, that was probably one of the most fascinating social exercise I've ever been a part of. So I used to live in uh, NDG back in the day. Um, and I would just take a walk uh, around this time of the year and gets hotter in the day, take off the sweater. And then all of a sudden, like you see, ooh, yeah, zinc. <laughs> <laughs> danger, danger. Danger, danger. It was like, yeah, 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 the teddy bear is gonna really hug you. Like, come here, motherfucker. lose oxygen for a few minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> we're gonna go from hug to smother. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's basically that's, and that's, that's one of the things, right, that a lot of people uh, from, if we bring it back to mental health, mm. um, a lot of people, Jay, we were, we were saying a little bit earlier where you're gonna ask someone, like, how are you, how are you doing? It's just like a question. Yeah, know, yeah, like, small talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like whether, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I just say I don't care, I just wanna be polite. polite. Yeah. Uh, my I'm mentality is, we know. <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> Today's episode probably sponsored by. <laughs> but he's right. But shit. But um, yeah, basically, a lot of people will stop at that that first degree. And I used to be it's that. True. You say it, you continue walking. Yeah. Basically, you know. Yeah. I used to be that guy that I wanted people to stop there because I. You know, my vision of having a discussion was like, why do you even care about me? Why should I even talk about me? Because mm. first sure. of all, I'm not interested. Like, I want to make sure you're okay. Mm. I want to make sure you guys are good. Like, can I help with anything? Can I? Comes to a point where it's, you know, it's great to have friends like that in in your surrounding and it's always being of helpful course. and um, uh, to to an extent like. That, that will always be a personality that I have, but I have. That's our. I have, to, I have to learn how to to balance it, where it's it's a constant act, a constant act, and constant way of thinking, and that's that's the big change is that you have to put yourself in the picture now. You Absolutely. have to do whatever you do for others. You have to do for yourself. I have a question though. Shoot. With all the years that you've conditioned people. To basically you always be listening to their problems yep. or being there for them yep. and not putting the same on them. How hard of a transition though is it when you start, you know what I mean? Like at that point. So just to complete his yeah, question, actually, yeah, I just I want to know how, how, how you have a circle of friends, right? Yep. How how long have like your oldest friend? How long has it uh, been? That's a good question. Because from there, what he's trying to say is yeah. how he adapted to your evolution, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not making it always about him and mm -hmm. vice versa. Right. It's a very good question. So um, that's one of the long, long time, lifelong friends. Um, I do have some, but like friends from high school and everything, which are like fantastic people that I, I kind of wish I was still in touch with. Um, I kind of split them away from my life. Um, Two reasons. So, first of all, um, when you know, life obviously, 
like you don't keep life happens yeah life happens so you don't keep everyone in your surroundings um just because of events people go study somewhere else uh but there's there's some opportunity where i could have reached out to other people but at the same time and that's still something that i ask myself to this day where i'm like that friendship that they remember that i remember mm. was with someone else okay yeah so yeah. you're not the same You've i'm not the, i'm not the same person they're obviously not the same people because everyone grew up um but you guys didn't keep up regularly so it's like a time jump oh yeah yeah, yeah. kind of yeah it but is, i mean there's those people in my life that i used to be uh i attached to that part of my life which was very unhealthy for me um and it's very unfortunate If you don't mind that, me asking why, what, like what was what was the unhealthy? Uh, well, what I described food? earlier, which is all about them, oh, nothing, that nothing okay. about me. Okay, that's so they're sucking his energy. So and he was getting yeah, energy vampires. And no, 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 no. I, but not purposely. No, no, you gave that power. It's basically. me. You yeah, gave yeah, them yeah. that power. You no, gave no, them that it's power. It's I, yeah. I was blessed to have fantastic people around okay. me that wanted the best. He was, he was, vampires, yeah, yeah. But he was the one that was like, "Don't worry about me. I got you." Yeah, he was basically like he was like a blood farm. Yeah, basically like forget the vampires. Yeah, you're farming. Let me get the IVs. So yeah. So, Somebody hungry? <laughs> um, nuts, yeah, so sorry. it's just basically. I like type O. Ooh, girl, you remembered. <laughs> Shit. Just, so it's just keeping them at arm's length um, nowadays for various reasons because the people, like the person that I used to be, I'm not. I yeah. Mean, I, I mean, at at my core, like personality, the fact that you know the type of humor and everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, mm -hmm. there's one thing. Do you think yeah. that if you had, it's I I don't like to use the word cut off, mm. though I do believe that that is the right word. And yeah. I have done yeah. so. But I think when you don't cut off certain people, do you feel it sometimes because they they have this memory of an old version of you, and if they're in your life, it's like you cannot move forward because there's always that constant reminder. Do you feel that that would have been a thing? It feeds something like that. So okay. the main thing for me that eventually, and actually very recently reading books and everything, one thing that I discovered was like my big trigger to go back to an unhealthy state of mind mm. uh, was comparing myself. So the act of always comparing and benchmarking mm. yourself against different things, which right. is a very, very, very common thing into these societies. So it's we're, it's we're a human disease. That, that's it. Absolutely. It's to, honestly, to me, comparison is the mother of all evil. It is. It's, you're Yet always it's a bit necessary. Sadly. It is a bit. Well, it's it depends. Bit. It's not an. There's a big difference between comparison and competition. So, ah. but I'll even go even further than that because when you when I say comparing, it's not comparing to say I'm better than him or he's better than me. Mm -hmm. It's when you put a target, when you put a goal in but your that's life. That's competition. That's competition. Not a goal personal goal okay right if i want to let's just say gain muscle mm. lose weight uh so you're be, talking about a personal comparison you have to compare to something from a point of reference it you depends it depends okay you're talking about a point of reference yes which is good because mm -hmm. that's to an extent think of it as like an example it was like yeah exactly. okay this is a picture that i'm like kind of i aspire to be kind of like that yeah. simple as a Which haircut is, I want the same haircut yeah. as him it's not necessarily that I want him I want to be as good as him or whatever but you should yeah. ask yourself the question why do I want to look like him because you don't know because everything because society has put no. that that is cool that is trendy take it, take it lower take it very simplistic when you come to this world mm -hmm. things are already discovered right you don't need to rediscover everything yeah, you don't there's need to... nothing new under the sun exactly right. so because of that you use those as point of references if you want to buy a car mm -hmm. you're like I want to buy a car like that one it's not because you're hating on him or because you it's want to it's like be an the same. iPhone 
every year is the same shit, but just, you know. <laughs> Freaking iPhones. But that's my point. The thing is for him to come and say, hey, I'm not feeling good is because of his feelings in, uh, interiorly. Mm -hmm. But then to compare because you watch movies, music, whatever makes you have to sadly, to a certain degree, compare. It depends how far you take it. Though. Exactly. So, let's, so that's it. Let's, it depends what the yeah. comparison. It depends how you how you take it in. Exactly. So if you just compare yourself as to be like, okay, wow, like this is a good looking guy, this is a good looking girl. Um, I kind of like you know. It could be motivation. From, it could be a style. It could be a yeah, personality. Yeah, yeah, it could yeah. be whatever. So. If you just look at it and be like, you know, you take lessons away from a person or like mm -hmm. whatever from a physical or mental perspective, that's a relatively healthy thing to do. Where it becomes unhealthy, the way for me, how it was basically, or how it still is actually, is when you start comparing yourself as a ranking, if you will. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like no, you're less than. Yeah. Mm. But you're always less than. Always, mm. you're never gonna win because you always look go up. For bigger. You yeah. always, you always go for things that you want. Therefore, you look up. Right. And That's then so since human. you're look, yeah. And since you're looking up, then where you are is looking down. So you end up looking down on yourself. So, at that point, basically everything that you start, that healthy comparison that you want to have, That's like it. an example that you want to take that to to kind of motivate mm. you, actually, you start seeing you start making basically mountains out of molehills yeah so um it could be something a very that's, dangerous path that's it's to me the most dangerous path because that's one of the things that it took me a long time like i'm like i'm about to be 39 it took me basically oh. like the last 25 ish years to discover that that had an unhealthy way of comparing myself and you should be proud of that because i think there's people that are you know at the end of their life and they still haven't figured that yeah. out why are you comparing i'm not comparing i'm saying something there. to be you proud see? of <laughs> you see what I, what I did there because it could be positive too to compare in the sense that okay fine touche <laughs> don't give it to him don't everything can be positive don't exactly so everything can be positive and negative in the end it's all about <laughs> let, let me put it that way comparison's a tool mm -hmm. how you use it determines the good it brings you So, to me, to me, using the way my relationship with mm. using comparison it's not was very unhealthy. Yeah, no, exactly, definitely. I see it more as fuel. So you can yeah. burn a house with it, or you can actually push your car further with it. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's the same energy, but just used differently. Yeah. In that sense, it's almost like a baseline, like an addiction. Like someone is, is addicted to, let's say, alcohol. Yeah. You know, and but it's so much fun. Right. Okay, but you coming from a guy that doesn't drink much. Have, I know, right? But you have self control, but doesn't mean somebody else. Do has. I ever? But my self control is also sometimes a form of. It comes from a place of 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 I would say fear. Um, my self control. Yes. Yes. Like so, it's also it's kind of unhealthy at the same time, right? Um, because it's to the point where. You know, there's some things like in the past I wouldn't allow myself to experience, you know, certain certain situations I wouldn't put myself or open myself up to. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, because of that self-control and the self-control, as much as I say, I say to myself, you know, it's my choice. Mm -hmm. It was beyond me at some points. Right. Because of that crippling fear. Right. Of being able to like of saying, you know what, let your guard down this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you have to be ready for that at the end yeah. of the day. It's your I choice. know, but I had to. But the thing is, as much as I said it was my choice, 
I needed to understand where it was coming mm-hmm. from and why it was happening to me. Can I can I ask you a question? Sure. So for whenever you have a reaction like that where you're like your self-control kicks in. Yeah. And you say it's motivated for for some things out of fear. So let's say like alcohol. Yeah. I don't like losing I don't like not having control over myself. So let me ask you, how much of that fear is rooted in you not trusting yourself to make the right decisions? It's it's le- you know that's I don't how much oh jeez I don't I don't know if I could quantify but it could tell you that it was based off of hanging around with my friends and seeing like in a lot of situations how the type of shit that they got into stuff I didn't like seeing you know the 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 I didn't like seeing them in these type of situations people being hospitalized you know me being the one who was taking care of people when that was happening I never wanted right. that to yeah. be me not trusting myself that's a good that's actually a really good question I don't know if I if Which I have the answer where it ties in where I was going with the alcohol thing is like yeah. we we can all like the same things but some of us know where our threshold the line, is yeah, yeah where that line is like where he was like I realized that this brings me to a very bad place yeah this is my trigger I identify it but let's say like somebody else that's not a, that's not even a, a problem right o- yes <laughs> I see right over. motivation challenge accepted motherfucker right over your head get serious guys but yeah like I, like for me I, I know exactly what you're you're saying I have yeah. an addictive personality so yes. there are certain yeah. things in my life yes. that like I like Sin said I compared because I was like if I start doing that I know myself that will entrap me mm-hmm. and I will not be able to get out of it yeah, and I don't want to well be putting myself Jada, through Jada that Pinkett Smith, Smith you know entrapment baby <laughs> Got me, motherfucker. Then it's, um, and then the red table. Hey, we gonna have one of those episodes. Am I gonna cry table. on that pod? I, <laughs> you? That will be the day. That will be the day that the world I ends. I will bottle up those tears and Smith. sell them on eBay. Oh, we could burn stuff with his tears. If you don't have oh a camera God. so I can sure go with the evil. popcorn it's in like the corner. It's like water. I'm gonna be pissed. Unholy water. <laughs> okay, guys, focus. Sorry. Focus. <laughs> yeah, we Jay. We're it? trying to have a conversation here. First of all, You've never been around me and Sedalia as well. As much as you and I can't stick on the same subject for long, yeah, Sin has a hard time with us sometimes. But we've been good for the last few podcasts. Yes. Proud of you guys. Thanks, man. Thank can we, you. Can we get back at this now? Oh, <laughs> shit, like, oh, he just my... has to shut us up. Are Sin's you like, oh my God, there's three of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so. But the trusting yourself, that's what he was. Uh, so yeah. what What triggered, what, what moment, what happened, specifically, if you can pinpoint it, that you were like, okay, I have to fix, or there is a problem, or I don't want to feel this way anymore. Um, huh, that's going to be oddly precise. Um, and it comes from being an overthinker. Uh, March 16, 2019. <laughs> Why does shit always go down in March? March 16th. That's when the confinement happened. 2019. Ah, 19. 2019. One year before. Hasn't One been that before. long. Oh my God, it hasn't been that long. But it that's feels a year like a before. lifetime. It yeah. does. The main reason the I remember is because the next day is St. Patrick's Day. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, go figure. Best memories are so, by association. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. So, my what, memories are by smell. Focus. <laughs> it's like literally, like I'm usually I'm good with it. the witty comeback. I got nothing. So, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like I have a horrible memory, but like sense of food and stuff like that we'll trigger memory. good memories for yeah. me and stuff anyways feelings anyways March whatever March 16th back to what 2019 yeah, yeah baby 
Sorry, I wouldn't mean to sound so We're gonna put you on timeout for two minutes. He just really loves my voice. (laughs) (laughs) So, March 16th, basically what happened, um, I'm at work at like 6.30 a.m. in the morning, like ridiculously early. We were still going to the office back then. Yeah. So. Once upon a time. One of of the things I'm at, I I noticed like, basically I, I was at my desk and I started crying for no reason. I'm not sad. I'm definitely not happy. I'm just, I'm nothing. I'm just like, I'm no. literally doing a spreadsheet on Excel at 6.30 a.m. in the morning. And I didn't just get there. And then I just start crying. No reason. No music. No like, oh, I remember in high school. No, no none of that shit. <laughs> so so then that that's that's the cue. I'm like, well, this is odd. <laughs> this is weird. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Where I'm like well. completely confused. I was like, I'm crying. Yeah. Do you cry? What the fuck? It happens. Okay. Uh, not. It's not uncommon for you. It depends on what. It's certain topics. Okay, you guys better stop. I'm, I'm not doing to have a laughing. She's laughing at you, by the way. I know. <laughs> no, it's just the question. Did you? Did you? Do you, you cry? cry? What is this? I don't know. I what am. Is I want to see this. Sin is like. What is this? Does not compute. Coming from my eyes. I am robot. <laughs> How did that make you feel? <laughs> abort. Abort. Please explain it to me. Malfunction. I want, I want, Malfunction. I want to be a real boy one day. What am I, Pinocchio? You now? are Pinocchio, sir. March 16th. Yes. <laughs> Crying at a desk six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So basically, Excel. that's where I was like, okay, there's something really wrong with me. Yeah. Is, of course. And that that's the extent formulas. Of, like, as far as I'm good at analyzing people, like, I like anyone that's terrible at managing their own the most shit. I have fantastic. I have fantastic advice to give the world. Good question. I'm the worst okay. to follow them. Were you doing going through therapy yet or no? Okay, absolutely nothing. So, um, so there was nothing. But it was good at giving advice though. There was nothing in like no thought or anything. It was just you just started pure confusion. You just started crying. Mm. Yep, his body was telling. Yeah, my body crying. was basically. It's like you had that disconnect. Yeah, it's basically that's where mm. some. It's basically something broken. See, and I didn't even know this. Uh, yeah, I don't think we talked about that. No, we didn't talk about that. So goddamn horrible friend. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. yeah. I'm talking about <laughs> your cooking. Anyway, in your so, smell. Hey, man. Um, that was a trigger, basically. Children. And that's that's what happened, and that's where, it, like, you know, you're kind of forced into realizing that, like, okay, there's really something wrong. Yeah, something's not okay. It's just not only am I crying for no reason, because um, I I'm at the point where I'm numbing things down so hard that I'm like at this point I'm kind of an emotionless you're like robot. You're bubbling. You're bubbling. I'm an emotionless volcano. robot at this yeah. point because I'm so. Um, you know, I'm repressing everything. Yeah, everything is like put a cork on it, and like anything that's bubbling, and eventually pops. Pops. So that's what happened. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna finish my day. I'm gonna do my shit, and probably gonna take a couple of day off just to, you know, let, disconnect. Yeah, disconnect. I'm probably just I'm just tired. Like I, at that point, like I was working like 80, 90 hours a week. Oh, so wow. six days, six responsible days burnout I've ever heard in my life. Uh, so, he's a very responsible guy. Yeah, I'll finish my day and then I'll do my burnout tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, that's not exactly how it played out. That's not how it played out. So I locked myself in a room, uh, did my shit, put everything on paper, and I was like, as the day advanced, I was like, okay, this is serious. I was like, there, there was a really... It was like, what were the how, how can I explain that? I was like, 
I'm a str- I'm a stranger in my own body. Like mm. I have no idea what's going on because I have control. I don't have control over nothing. Like I'm I'm having conference calls and like I'm having reactions like two people. I'm like what? So you're on autopilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, I'm I'm not on autopilot. I graduated to survival. Okay. Like, yeah. survival mode at this in. point, the crash happened. Now it's just like. Let's keep everything afloat before everything fucking shuts down. Yeah. So that's how my body started responding. So I was able to tough this out like until like 2, 3 p.m. At one point, I, I talked with my boss, uh, Simon, yeah. which is Jason's boss right yeah. now. So went in the office and just bawling out. I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I have no fucking clue what's going on. And he was like, yeah, you're not right. I was like, Really? So, who's <laughs> a genius? So like, I was like, I'm gonna take a couple of days. Uh, Figure it l- out. Let me, you know, let me call the employee assistance line, whatever. And right. We'll see what it is. So, did that. Talked to someone on the phone like that same day. Uh, true work. Like we have an assistance problem. It's basically like counselors on the phone. It's good. And yeah, she, that is probably, yeah. Probably yeah. So there's a lot. There's a lot of that. Yeah, so which is one of the best decisions I've ever taken not to just try to be fix it yourself. Well, to do what I usually do, which is just like repress. Let's just repress this, take the time it Let's takes to just it. just <laughs> yeah. bring it back under the line and then you know we'll keep moving on. So uh did that and talked with them on the phone and they were like, Okay, you're gonna see someone like ASAP. ASAP. You're going to see your doctor tomorrow, you're getting like and then everything started like rolling rolling and yeah. i ended up like leaving work for like three 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 and a half months yeah. wow wow okay. yeah yeah mm-hmm. it was serious it was serious the thank god it, it never got as far as like having like dark thoughts like suicidal thoughts and things of the sort like i love life too much to mm-hmm. to be like that which is thank god uh but came a time where it's just it, it was really the breaking point where it's like okay now you know all that shit you've been doing and everything it's over it's done like even if you want to go back to just so, repressing everything, helping everyone, and being that guy. So what are the know, big that, changes? That guy, day day to day, that you did to actually get keep to where this you are. Ship at float, working. So, to, the main thing I do every day now is I take a half hour at the end of my day every day, and I I like to call it an exercise where I look for my triggers. So I try to analyze the different emotional reactions I had in the day and basically kind of reverse engineer them to be like, what, so you confront what all your triggers them. all day, every day yeah. for 30 minutes. Yeah. That's interesting. The only, and the way that's, that's how I discovered who I am really. Cause I was not, not who I think I am, but oh. who I actually am, uh, I like that. which is, that's going to be like a lifelong thing. Like that's going to be a lifelong that's discovery. Absolutely. Um, but which is the cool thing about it is now that I'm able to do that, a lot of the shit that I was dealing with that I was like, that is just me. Like no one has that. Like it's just, you know, it's a me problem, which is very like, by the way, like if reading books about like therapy and like man, man mental issue mm-hmm. and everything, that's one of the main things that men usually do is just like, we see our problems as being just ours and we're going to be kind of a weakling if we talk about it. That's true. Which is the dumbest fucking thing ever. 
uh, of course, everyone's different. Everyone has no, different no, problems get it, get and everything. But from from a everybody like a, needs help yeah. once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah one way exactly. or the other, you have to release plus, have an outlet. Yeah, plus a lot of people have the same struggles. That's the thing. Because when when, when you start isolating yourself and not talking about people. Like we're not it, that special. It doesn't, I mean, like, you know, in that sense, yeah, to say like, yeah. I always used to, before I always had the same uh, frame of mind. Like, you know, what I'm going through is unique to me only. No one's gonna understand. Blah blah blah. I was like, I, that was my excuse as to not, you know, be able to confront my issues or you know at least have a way of externalizing it through someone. You know what I mean? Because uh, I think I, I I found myself in the same position as Mike as being the person who would more absorb and listen, um, and help and talk but never talk about my, you know, problems and my issues until, it, you know, it reached that point where, like I said, even for myself, where I had my breakdown and, like, I had to go see therapy myself, too. Um, and then I realized that, you know, like, and it's time to say, guys, who, people who are listening, listening, who are going through stuff, like, don't take this the wrong way when I say, like, you're not, you're not unique in that aspect. It just means that, Our mechanics are the same. There is someone, there are people who've been through or going through who mm -hmm. have gone through things that you have. And when you're struggling, like, you know, um, like mentally, you know, uh, emotionally, when you're, when, you're, when you're going through these things, you know, holding it inside is, is the worst thing you can do. You know, like even if you can't, you can't reach out to like a friend or whatever, you know, just actually seeking that help from You know, through therapy, right. yeah. uh, through any type of guidance, you know, it's it's so crucial and it's so important because you'll realize that you're you. I know it sounds cheesy, but you're literally not alone. Right. You and know, that's it's very admirable though that you are you're still capable of giving that empathy and that compassion to people when you're struggling with so much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I'll take your word for it. So. No, it is <laughs> because I, I, like But, I speak from a personal place as a, an individual that was not capable of listening to others, okay. but yet I was also not listening to myself. Mm -hmm. And the process is when I started to learn to listen to myself and to better myself, that's when I realized that I was capable of being compassionate and yeah. kind and empathetic to others. So I just find that it's very, it must be even more difficult when you're the one giving so much and yet You're not getting anything. Exactly. Well, not that it's it's a, you know what I mean? It's yeah, just that you... But the reserves are depleted. <laughs> but that's, that's what I mean. You need to give yourself that. That's the uh, thing that is break. that ultimately it is for sure. It's just the price you pay for it mm -hmm. when, when back when uh, was my personal well-being. That, Absolutely. That's, that's how the bill was paid. Like you felt like you were losing chunks of yourself. Yeah. Well, it was just sacrificing my own well-being without even noticing because everything and i'll loop back to what you say like cutting out friends and everything a lot of the relationships as i had became they came from a, a really good place where you know i had people that were i was had a really strong bond with and had a, a very strong friendship and it was uh was trying to help them and No, I'm not saying like I made a huge difference in so many people's life. Absolutely not. Like it's just from my perspective, it was all about like giving to people and prioritizing them. That was your intention. That was the intention. So when it happened, it's going to come a point where they're in a better place. I can't be that role all that much anymore. So comes a point where you start asking yourself, what am I going to contribute to this friendship now? Mm. What am I... 
What's my role what, in who, this? Who says you need to contribute so, something to any friendship? But that's a rational thought. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> no, so but that, but that's the thing. Like, it comes a point where that type of behavior became my identity and my role, and not being able to assume that identity in this role brought me to a place where I had to start looking at myself, and I really didn't want to. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, uh, you didn't so, want to open the closet. Exactly. So, so it's like we're gonna just stuck that in, close the garage door. <laughs> That's like when you used to clean when your parents are coming home and you didn't clean up your room and you're just tossing everything yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, it yeah. just kinda explodes. And when they open the door, they're like yeah. it all comes crashing down. Yeah, and that's it, that's that, life. That's yeah. it and that cycle for me basically went from being very rewarding you know helping people is always is the best like that's why I keep, that's it's the best feeling in the world that's why mm -hmm. i keep doing it but come a point where it's just like there's two things like you have to first of all like not every it's going to be very harsh to say but all the time not everyone is deserving your, of your help and, and your you time. you helping them isn't actually helping them send what happened in your head just now because a lot of people that's a very interesting comment but it's when, a true comment but i'm so, not sure that i agree with no this but one. let me let me but finish I'll let you okay finish. i'm not saying like like if someone asks help ask for help i'm not going to help them what i'm saying is that the type of help you're going to provide is not always doing it for them that i can agree to yeah so that's what I mean. How much is going to cost so, you to help them? It's actually not necessarily. I don't actually even look at that. Mm -hmm. Is what I'll, I'll give you an example. I'll give them. you an example. Let's say a friend of mine comes to me for career advice, mm -hmm. which is one of the topics like I, I love to help people with. Yeah, he's like pretty good. Career with advancement, more like helping them motivation, and because I've been in a shitty place and I know exactly what it is. Um, so I'm by default I'm kind of I have I know I have good advice to give, but depending on the personality is that a lot of people will do that expecting that you'll do the work for them, mm. and <laughs> that's holding their hand exactly. And that's where back in the day, yeah, no problem. That's true. I'll do all the work for you. You'll benefit. I'll take the bill. That was my role. Nowadays it's like, hmm. I'll help. Here's the framework. I'm gonna guide you. You're gonna do the homework, but yeah. shouldn't that be now for everybody? It depends when. Some people might need I'm a gonna, little bit more I, of a helping hand. No, it depends yes, when. Yeah. More of some, a helping some, hand. Some, some, some people, depending on their situation, sometimes some people, they're in a situation that, if it's pretty dire, they can't like do they're more. they're in a very like an, a, an emotional state or something of the sort, they need that person to be that crutch that they can lean on. A cheerleader for, for yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, yeah. no, I, I get that one hundred percent. Until not they can walk on their own. When, yeah. you, when you said the comment that you said, not everybody's deserving. I was just trying to think because I have this very simple philosophy, and I say it often: kill them with kindness. In the sense that, yeah. if I can help, I will help, mm -hmm. regardless of who you are, good mm -hmm. or bad. I won't analyze like again. If I have to choose between people closer to me to people further away, yeah. I'll go by priority. That's one hundred percent. It's not because they're more deserving because we have more history. It's as simple as that. My loyalty. But does not make it more deserving? No. No, because if they wouldn't be there and they would, I would help the, the other people. It's just in question of priority. It's like, again, when you're on an airplane, right? You save but, the younger kids yeah. and then you go to the elderly. But it's just what I'm saying. The way I look at it is I think prioritization is, you know, a level of, you know, deservingness because there's the work that was 
or history, like you said, or work that was put in in order for you to have that priority or you deserve okay, it. I understand. In that sense. So it's yeah. like there's a priority and then you're like, well, you're deserving because I've yeah. known you longer. That's how I looked at it. So It makes, yeah. yeah, I get what you're saying, but I wasn't going through okay, that, yeah, yeah. that spectrum in the sense gotcha. that... If but she, I know what you mean. Like if if I have two you friends have two moving, people that, two yeah, people you're, moving. you're willing to help both. But oh, exactly, yeah. I'll try to help both, but I'll help her first because I know her before. Yeah, exactly. Or so, who asked first? Ex- you know what I mean? Hey, like there that. There you go. In all fairness. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll lie to the other person and I'll help. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's but the thing, the thing about like saying people don't deserve your help, everyone deserves. Exactly. At any given time, it's just, just like everyone deserves. It's love. what kind of help and how are you going to help them? That's that's mm, going to vary because yes. sometimes the help they Amen. want is not the help they need. Oh, exactly. Big facts. Don't you think yeah. helping is almost? I know it's going to sound so oxymoron. Enabling. No, but helping is almost like the purest form of selfishness if you really think about it. Because, like you were saying, there's something so I don't know. It's addictive. When you help people, you like that feeling that you get back. So in like helping there's still that, well, yeah. that little because it makes you feel like let, let, let's needed make, let's make things very clear useful when he was helping people he was still getting somewhat of a reward even unconsciously if he didn't know because the fact that he said it his father was a cop right and his train of thought was i need to help so for him at the end of the day he was doing what he was supposed to do so in that regards there is a little bit of positive towards him yes the only issue is the amount of energy and the amount of stress that it puts on you yeah, at one point is overwhelming and above yeah. whatever you're gaining, right? Exactly. If I give you $2 yeah. and it's costing you $100. Exactly. <laughs> at that point, you were just patching yourself exactly. up. Exactly. Right? Yeah, if you want to, first of all, like, it's like a, a golden rule and saying as old as time, but if you want to give something, there has to be something to give. So it comes exactly. to the point where it just, when, when you just tap out all your resources and the worst thing is, is that that comes back to where some pe- some people will be condi- conditioned in a way where um, they'll be basically, oh well, like he doesn't have anything anymore, so I'm out. Yes. So and that's not that's something that you find out. After. That's somebody that's using you. Yeah, that's something that that's you find out after. Yeah, um, I know for sure. So you've created boundaries, then I would assume, because if not Ooh, everyone is deserving, if no one is like like not everyone is deserving of your help, so then mm-hmm. therefore you have to create these healthy boundaries. Yes. Yeah. So Even within yourself. And how, how no. do you how do you identify who is willing? Like I yeah, this person needs the help, and who doesn't? Maybe by like what, from your what inner circle, you? like from your inner circle. So. That's a really good question. When do you so, know when to move away? Like when to kind of distance yourself from certain situations that you're like, mm, I'm going to. Well, I guess he has to listen to himself much. at this point. Like it depends on the person. Like, yeah. like see the right. actions that the person is doing or inaction, right? In terms of like, let's some, say someone asks for help and it goes down to like, if I'm showing you, but I could tell you're not really paying attention to what I'm, I'm showing. Like yeah. you're not trying to absorb and learn. Then it's like, have you ever met someone like that? Sorry. No, but because I was going to give the best example this summer when I stopped that we stopped the podcast for a month is yeah. because I was drained. I was like, I'm just, you yeah. know, it's going to kill me. It's a me. healthy boundary. It's exactly. Yeah. So yeah. eventually you have to listen to yourself the yeah. way. And I wanted to ask you two little things, actually, now that, you know, you have one more too. identified these. Have you changed your sleeping patterns and your eating patterns? Oh, that's something I'm working on, actually. Because um, I've read a lot that there's a very absolutely. big correlation yeah, yeah, between absolutely. sleep and eat. It's that because your heart, your stomach is your second heart, it seems, or your second brain. I don't know which one it is. Second brain. 
Second heart? Or brain. Whatever. It's one of the two. I thought okay. the gut was your second heart. Well, gut is your stomach, no? Like, well, yeah, it's your yeah. second heart. Whatever. Regardless. I need to hear more <laughs> definition of this now. I've heard but of this. But I think, yeah. anyway, it's or the so brain yeah. or the... So if you eat well... Yes. So and sleep. Your balance of body, yeah. hormones and everything, you can take a lot more and you can dish out a lot more. Yeah, it's yeah. your second heart because it's it's, it's there's actually research done where yeah. they put like these pictures or something like that and you're... It's like you're... They already knew. No, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But anyways, there's something no. that tells you in advance. I'll but put I've, it I've out heard there. of this. And sleep, because sleep is when you recuperate and when you put back the files. You're, yeah. You, you know, when you go to bed stressed, yeah. the thing is it could be very helpful. At the same time, it could actually, That's if it actually goal. creeps into your dreams and in your night, you're going to mm. be more stressed the next morning. Yeah. So sleeping, you know, your eight mm. hours, drinking a lot of water, taking care of your gut helps you pretty much flush out the toxins mentally and physically. So Tied into the nervous system and stuff like that. So it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. so your instincts are sharper. The other one, it's the brain and the heart. So it's like your your heart is your second brain. That's the the other thing, where your heart already senses before your brain actually acknowledges something. Yeah. It's really wild. Like there's well, research on that. I mean, that's exactly what happened to me when I had my breakdown. My body responded before my brain could even understand what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's literally what happened. Did and you have any panic attacks or anything like that? No, I never. I maybe didn't even know how to identify it, man. What no, were your side no, I, I had I had like one like fifteen years ago, but completely unrelated. Okay, like it's just. So, what not, were your side effects with all this? Uh, with lack what happened? Sleep? Yeah, lack of sleep. Yeah, it was just like I was. I used to sleep like two, three hours a night. I was stressed out of my out of my mind. Um, Shit. Started the main thing is that when you're in that frame of mind is that you start retreating into yourself um, because you're so think of it as like a raw nerve. Um, you retreat into a place where you can't get hurt. So basically, my home became my protective bubble. Everyone was kept at arm's length, family included. Because uh, it's just not that you don't want to see them, not that you don't love them, not that you know. You feel like you don't have anything just, to offer, man. You just, actually, it's not that you have anything to offer. It's just like there's not no room, no more room to I take think things. To, that's it. I think he was trying to yeah. take over, take back control, yeah. of yeah. his brain and his body because he had that out yeah. of yeah. the body. Because even because even when I had my when I had my burnout, um, even admitting that I had that was probably the biggest breakthrough that happened to get back to healthy. And I only talked to my parents about it probably a year and a half later. Like you felt shame? No. Uh, you did not express. I didn't know how to talk about it. I didn't know. I would have been like, yeah, I had a burnout. Oh, how are you doing? I'm okay. Like that's the type of conversation. Cause I was so, <laughs> I had no, I, it took me the longest time to, to eventually put my finger on it. And when I started, um, I, it's actually a video I saw online that the trigger thing that I don't remember who I really should. Uh, <laughs> it's an important video about who, I don't know. So, some guy. Some guy. Some guy so. Says important shit. But that's that's basically when I started. Changed my life, that's do, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, nothing big. Nothing so, big. but that's when I started doing this exercise and that's when eventually led me to be like wow i'm comparing myself all the goddamn time unconsciously literally like everything and it sapped the joy out of everything because it was always when i started noticing that 
and with now I was getting pretty good at ident identifying triggers when I saw what the trigger was and what was the, um, you know, right after the trigger is pulled, what happened before the bullet goes out? That's where the comparison thing happened for me. And that's what fueled everything else. But it happened so quick that, and, and it was for such a long time that I had no idea that it was going on. So when I put my finger on it, I was like, holy crap. I was like, like a hundred times a day. I was like, I will see something and something as stupid as like, I bought a car in, in, uh, in June, super happy and everything. Um, a week later, what, Jay bought a car. Uh, one, 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 uh, one, one street corner after I just took delivery, I look at like, uh, the newer model and I was like, could have been that. So, but it was back to back to back yeah, yeah. to back. And once once i started putting my finger on it and you start noticing you know kind of when you have a habit that you've done for so long that you don't even notice anymore yeah when you start putting your finger on it and you start realizing what's going on it's a big thing of taking back control so mm -hmm. yeah. what happens and that was the big thing that happened that really turned it around and really put me back to okay we're gonna cut this shit out we're gonna stop doing that Obviously, it's not going to happen overnight, mm -hmm. but we're going to take back control of that part of my brain, that part of my personality, where I'm going to start always yardsticking myself against everything to a twisted view and standards that I can never live up to. This is so, so reminiscent of that book. Uh, what's that book called? Uh, the Unfeathered, Unfeathered Soul? Soul. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very reminiscent of that, that that constant little voice that keeps talking and comparing, yeah. comparing, and you have to learn to live with it and be like a roommate and that you observe this person. You don't take into account everything that they're saying. You observe and you let that little roommate like roommate do their thing. Yeah. So that's what te technically what you're doing. Yeah. Basically, that person, if we were to put the voice... That person got severely demoted. <laughs> you got fired, motherfucker. Went from C went from CEO to like uh, okay, you're gonna be a consultant. You're gonna be a consultant in the corner, and oh, you only nice. you, only, like you, you, you only talk when spoken to. So yeah. uh, I like that though. That's a good analogy. And yeah, and that's that's the exercise. That that's the thing that uh, that I'm doing now, and that's one of the things that it's very like I couldn't have had this conversation four months ago um yeah. progress so yeah, yeah. and it, it's now that's progress that you see that you're like that's that's cool that's that's something that i was able to yeah achieve. i that's did something this. that i did this i did this because yeah. there's no one else that can do it but you yeah. exactly exactly like even if you, i could talk to death about that then people will be like yeah but i'm not in the, your head dude <laughs> <laughs> that's true. we don't know what's going on in there so, <laughs> i don't know what's going on yeah so <laughs> comes a point where it's just you just have to know. put in the work and you have to when you stop and think and really look at yourself like you do a litmus test and you look at yourself real freaking hard and you have to be completely impartial to what you're looking at. Hard as fuck. Hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Best thing that I've ever done in my life. Best decision I've ever made to be, to to look at myself the way I am, not the way I want to be. So that I can start being the person I want to be. Shit, those are Amen. quotables right That's there. Yes. Shit, you know? Oh my God. You better copyright that. And, and I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, think of something cool to say, Jay. And I'm like, demote the voice in your head. I like that too. That's a good quote. And then too. he comes with this shit. 
<laughs> what does Mike do right now to keep Mike, you know, on a, in a sane, safe place? Hey, talk about it. That's why I'm here today. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, a, that's an exercise. And thanks for having me, guys, because oh. this is first exercise where there's a big difference between talking one-on-one -on -one with friends and talking about it to be like, okay, well, it's out there now. Like literally anyone with the link. So, can, yeah. Who are you telling? So, 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 I'll, so, I'll make you a deal, right? Because now this spot is going to be there forever, right? Ever. Like herpes. And <laughs> oh, oh, it comes oh, and goes. But why? But why does it always have to take a turn? Because, because I can't handle these serious Real? things too long. Real? Let's hear me like in the background Sam? saying some well, fucked up Mike, shit all Mike, the time. You are in a room with people with serious traumas. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I am perfect. Like, you know, I, just, There's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> well, the perfect example is when you were talking about some deep shit and then me and Jay are like cracking jokes. It's like we're like, oh, oh yeah, God. don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm right there too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what I mean. It's so human, and I think people forget to that laugh. we're so human. You, you, and sometimes it's okay to laugh even when yeah, you fuck yourself. up. Yes. Oh, I laugh when I fuck up all the time. Me too, all the time. <laughs> Shit, that wasn't me. <laughs> I hit that guy's car. Jay, I laugh me. at you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wow. So I'll give you a little deal. Oh yeah, homework. No, no, it's not a homework. Okay, so no homework. Th this pod is out, right? Yeah. What are we today? We're October something, 20th. man. Twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. Okay, yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. So School probably process. in three, so you said the progress was in the last three, four months, right? Yeah. The big ones. Yeah. So we'll get you back in four months. Okay. And we'll see the other yeah, stepping there, stone. That will be your healthy comparison. Thing. Exactly. You just want new coasters, admit it. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> see, now he knows. It's like, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Because it would be interesting to see the new stepping stones, whatever you evolved to. Yeah. And like she said, that would be a very healthy comparison, comparison. to awesome. you. Yeah. You're comparing yourself to you. Yeah. And I it's like there. It. And if there's a reminder, you know, it's going to be on Spotify or Apple Cast or whatever. Yeah. Scorpio season. Thoughts. Sometimes I just can't control my thoughts. No medications ever made them stop. All I think about is everything I'm not. Instead of everything I got Cause I'm scared they're all laughing So I make the joke first If I beat them to the punchline Then I can't get hurt Yeah, I swear to God I'm trying But I don't know how to be How to be 